0: So today I wanted to talk with you all about the importance of rejoicing amidst the pain. So God's will for us is to always rejoice, but there are going to be times in our lives where it's going to be almost impossible for us to feel like we can rejoice. Life will give us many reasons for us not to rejoice and be thankful. So how do we rejoice in the midst of pain? The key guys is beholding Jesus. This has been something that God has been teaching me Actually, it was a word that he told me to hold on to this year, but honestly, I still feel like the year is almost coming to an end and I'm still relearning what it really means to behold God. Behold is a simple term. It's one word, right? Behold. But learning to behold Jesus is another level, right? It takes a lot of intentionality. But I'm realizing now that the key to rejoicing is when our eyes are fixated on him, that we're simply gazing on him. Like guys, it is so easy for life to pull our attention away from Jesus, right? Like the worries of life, the cares of this life, school, work, family, so many reasons, the world, the things that we're seeing, injustices, like so many things are trying to grab our attention away. But we have to remember that amidst everything going on, amidst the storm, even amidst our hardest pains, we need to be beholding Jesus because it's only when we're looking to him and his beauty that we can rejoice, 1 Thessalonians 5 16 and 18. God says, Rejoice always, pray continually, and give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you. So it's His will, guys, for us to rejoice. Many times we go about our day wondering, God, what is your will today? Well, three things, right? That verse says, Rejoice always, give thanks in all circumstances, and to pray always. So that's God's will for us every single day. And you know, recently I've been tested so many times. But this past month, God has been doing a lot of cleaning up, especially within my husband's heart, right? So many things that He was revealing for my husband, things that He has kept in secret, um, but God has really brought it to light. And so it's just been a lot of just a purging season um, for him. And in the midst of it all, you know, although you know we're called as spouses to support one another, even in the midst of their weakness, I found myself just finding it very hard to forgive my husband, finding it very hard to go about and rejoice and to give thanks you know I can't go into into huge details of just things that have been going on this past month but it's definitely been a trying month guys um I've just found myself in a place where like God I had to confess to the Lord and say God I want to forgive I want to be loving and I want to love but it's hard right now like I just had to confess it to God because I tried in my flesh and it was like going up and down up and down but you know the moment that I just confessed it to God. The Lord started to give me his perspective. And one of the things was beholding, just what I was mentioning earlier. And many times, especially when you're married, it's very easy to behold your spouse, right? To think about them, to behold them, and to put them on you know this pedestal that you are looking up onto. But we have to remember that we're not called to behold our loved ones, our friends, our parents, our spouses. We're called to behold Jesus, to always look at him. And guys, this is the key. Jesus says, peace I give to you not as the world gives, but peace, right? Jesus is peace and he gives us a peace that the world can't give because the world's version of peace is a perfect life, perfect conditions, right? But Jesus, he gives us peace amidst our circumstances, even when all around us is chaos. Even though there's unknown things happening, even during the most unexpected, Jesus still is peace. Even when Jesus called Peter to walk on water amidst the storm, Peter was able to walk on water. It was the moment that he took his eyes off of Jesus, that fear started to come in and then he started to sink. And so guys, understand that fear Pain, anger, worry, all those things happen the moment we take our eyes off of Jesus and we look to our circumstances. And I want to encourage you guys whatever you're facing, we all have different circumstances. Maybe you're in your place right now where you're going through a lot of pain from a loved one, right? From your family, your parents, a friend that you really trusted. But I want to encourage you to continue to look to Jesus, ask Him for his perspective. I love Psalm 27 and Psalm 27 was actually one of the chapters that God told me to hold on to this year. But I want to read verse four to you guys. It says one thing I ask from the Lord, this only do I seek, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to gaze on the beauty of the Lord and to dwell in his temple. I want to highlight that one verse right there, to gaze on the beauty of the Lord. David's one request guys, one request was God, I want to be in the midst of your presence, worshiping you and gazing on your beauty. Like that's the only thing. And God was telling me, Gabby, life is simple. All you have to do is look to me. Right? We make life so complicated. We're worrying about our future, about our careers, about our businesses, about our families. And God's like, just look at me. Right? David was David had so much in his life, right? But in one season, he was getting persecuted from King Saul. Yet his one request is God. I just want to be in the midst of your presence, seeking you and gazing at your beauty. So guys, I want to encourage you to look at the Lord. When you look into the definition of gaze, the definition is to look steadily and intently, right? Steadily and intently. So guys, it takes a lot of intention for us to focus and fix our gaze on Jesus. When we're looking at Jesus, the storm around us doesn't even scare us. When we're looking at Jesus, the temptation around us doesn't even attract us, right? Like, When we're looking at him and we see him rightly, nothing else can take us. Nothing else can shake us, guys. And so I want to encourage you to ask the Lord to help you to see him rightly and to practice intentionally looking at the Lord. When worry comes, look at Jesus. And remember, he's my provider. He loves me. He's in control. He is good. And guys, remember that our circumstances is not what makes God good. Right, God is good because that's who he is. That's his character. Our circumstances don't define how good God is. God simply is good, right? Because we have to understand that we will face trouble. We are gonna go through bad circumstances. And it's during those times where we will be tested, will we still trust God? Are we gonna start turning our back on God and start blaming God, right? Like God even says in Psalm 23, even though I walk through the valley of shadow of death, you are with me, your rod and your staff, they comfort me. So there we can see that even in the midst of darkness, God promises to be with us, right? Like we have to make sure that we remember always to not give in to fear, to not give in to temptations, to not look in to anything else but Jesus, And when we see that God is so good, it's so easy to rejoice, guys. We can rejoice because God is here. When Paul and Silas were in prison in shackles, they were still worshiping God. Why? They weren't looking at their circumstances. They were looking at Jesus. They were looking to Him as their source. They saw Him in all His beauty. So guys, I just encourage you to just even take this time after listening to this to close your eyes and gaze at His eyes. Say, God, I want to see your face. Show me your face, Lord. Help me to gaze on you, God. Help me to see you rightly. He will start speaking to you. He will encounter you. right? Jesus is faithful. He says, if you seek me with all your heart, you will find me. And so I encourage you all to seek God, to remember to behold to him. Make this your prayer, Psalm 27. Jesus, one thing I ask that I may dwell in your house and to gaze on your beauty, to seek you in this time. In the moment when I was in the most hardest times, you know, this past month, going through so much, you know losing just just so many just so many troubles and so many things weighing on me in that moment God reminded me look at me and the other thing that God reminded me was Gabby why are you so distraught you know I was so discouraged in, you know in the past month just with the things that were happening and the Lord says don't you know that anyone who is in me is victorious right and I want to share the verse 1st Corinthians 15:57 it says but thanks be to God he gives us a victory through Christ Jesus, right? Like We have victory, guys. Of course, we have eternal life, but we have victory here. The moment someone comes to the Lord, they are new. Jesus says, therefore, the old has gone and the new is here. Therefore, anyone who is in Christ is made new. So god was reminding me all these things i get to rejoice i don't have to be in doom and gloom because my husband and i we are in christ we are victorious so the lord really reminded me and just reminded me to the importance of rejoicing and we know that you know this is the month of november it's thanksgiving and so of course we should be rejoicing all the time god doesn't say just rejoice during thanksgiving but just during this time be very intentional to think about your small victories Right, because I also got into the trap of just thinking about, you know, things that were wrong with my husband, things that needed to be improved, things that were not right. But God was reminding me, Gabby, it's time to celebrate. It's time to rejoice. It's time to give thanks. Right, no matter, even though things may not look our ways, trusting God that God is good. And God disciplines his children, guys. There are moments, too, where God might allow us things. he He prunes us because he's growing us. And so let us rejoice even the fact that we are going through hardships because we know that as we continue to persevere he's only making us complete James 1 2-4 says consider it pure joy my brothers and sisters whenever you face trials of many kinds because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance let perseverance finish its work in you so that you may be mature complete not lacking anything so in the midst of your trials in the midst of the pain Rejoice because you know that out of this, you're going to be stronger. Your faith is going to be more firm in the Lord and you will see His goodness. I encourage you to really read Psalm 27 and I love the last verse of Psalm 27. The last verse of Psalm 27 says, I remain confident of this. I will see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Wait for the Lord, be strong, take heart, and wait for the Lord. So I will encourage you, whatever you're going through, Know that the Lord is your help, right? Those who renew, those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. We need to make sure that we're hoping in Him, and when our hope is in Him, guys, we never have to be hopeless because we know that God can do anything. We know that He is the God of the impossible, and that He is good. And because He is good, He is also for our good, right? So we don't have to give into fear. The enemy will try to tempt us to be afraid of these all a list of what ifs: What if this? What if that? What if this stays forever? What if you never find the perfect spouse? What if you are gonna continue to be, stay, stay in sickness, right? Like whatever the reason may be, just continue to rejoice and hope in the Lord, right? Because He is good. And no matter what you are going through, know that His agenda for you is always good. So I want you to ask yourself right now, in this season, how can you be beholding Jesus better? Right, like have you been looking to Him Or have you been meditating and focusing on your circumstances? Has anxiety been tormenting you? I sense that many of those who are listening right now, a lot of you guys have been tormented by anxiety. It's because you're constantly looking to your circumstances. You're looking to your what ifs, right? You're looking onto fear, the things that the enemy is putting in your mind. But it's time that you just focus your gaze on Jesus. Whenever those thoughts come, take them captive and make them obedient to Christ. Say, no, in the name of Jesus, that's not my portion. God, you are my rock. You say that you will provide for me and I never have to fear that you know my needs. You say, do not worry for t- about tomorrow for tomorrow has its own worries, right? Matthew 6, it's time that we look at Jesus. And I wanna encourage you guys to take time as well to just be alone with him too. You know, in Luke 5, it says this, but Jesus often withdrew to lonely places and prayed. Like guys, Jesus often went alone, even in the midst of a busy ministry time. I remember my husband was telling me this and he was saying, babe, I think we need to spend more time praying. And even though like things are getting busy, our you know, our, our business is growing and our ministry, my husband was telling me that it's so, just reminding me that's so important that we make sure that we give our time to Jesus before things get busy. Because if we're not sitting at time right now, if we're not beholding Jesus When things are not as busy, we can't think to ourselves that when things do get busy, we will be beholding him. So I want to encourage you to to take more time throughout your day, like make an agenda, plan it out. Don't just say like, yeah, I'm going to try to behold Jesus. Create an action plan, because if you don't have the plan in your mind, you're not going to do it. right? You're going to know what you want to do, but you're not going to do it because in your mind you haven't laid out the steps yet. And so ask the Lord. Everyone's life is different right? Your life is different than mine. But ask God, God, how can I be beholding you this season? Lord, download a game plan for me that I may give my time to you, that may give my affection to you. And even if you're not alone praying, even throughout your day, just practice posturing your heart towards God. It doesn't mean that beholding Jesus means you have to sit in the room and worship all day. But even in the midst of your work, even in the midst of traveling, acknowledge his presence, guys. Know that he lives in you. The living God lives in you. And I just want to end with reading Luke 5 in this passage. Um, this is the passage I was talking about where Jesus invites Peter to walk on water. So, you know, the disciples, they were in a huge storm. It was very stormy. They All of a sudden they see Jesus, but they think it's a ghost. They were afraid, right? And Jesus was like, no, this is me. And then Peter says this. Sorry, it's not Luke, it's Matthew 14. Peter says this in Matthew 14, 28. Lord, if it is you, tell me to come to you on the water. Come, Jesus said. Then Peter got down on the boat, walked on the water and came towards Jesus. But when he saw the wind, he was afraid and began to sink and cried out, Lord, save me. Immediately, Jesus reached out his hand and caught him. You have little faith, he said. Why did you doubt? Right, why did you doubt? It's so so important, guys, in this season that we don't doubt because Jesus was literally asking, Peter, even though it's a legitimate fear, right? Like you're walking in water in the midst of a storm. But Jesus was saying, despite whatever you're going through, despite your storms, trust me that I am for your good, that I am here. And the moment that Peter fell, Jesus came to pick him up. So I want to encourage you guys, whatever you're going through, whatever pain, whatever struggles, maybe you're going through unexpected you know, conditions, you didn't think that life would be like this by now, understand that God is still for you and he is available for you to cry out to him. Cry out to Jesus and he will come and speak and breathe life upon you. So I wanna pray for you right now. God, I thank you, Lord, for those who are listening, God. I pray, Lord, that you would remind them right now, God, to rejoice, Lord, to give thanks, to behold you, Lord, to see you rightly. I pray that you would open their eyes to see you, Jesus, as King of kings and Lord of lords, that they wouldn't give in to the fears of this world, the things that are trying to pull their attention away. I pray that they would look onto you, God, and realize, Lord, that you are sovereign and that you are good. I pray right now, Lord, I just rebuke any anxiety right now in the name of Jesus. God, I pray, Lord, that you would show them anxiety as it is, Lord, that it comes from the enemy. It's not their portion. For you have not given us a spirit of fear, God, but of a sound mind, Lord. So, God, I pray that right now over every single listener that faith would arise, God, that anxiety would be completely cut off and that they would look to you and they would rejoice, God. They would no longer give in to the lies of the enemy. I feel like some of you maybe have even... like labeled as having anxiety or a diagnosis, but don't let that distract you or from just not believing that Jesus can heal you, that he can give you peace, that you don't need to turn to other ways or look to your circumstances, but simply behold him because he is your healer. So I thank you, God, and I pray for healing, God, for every single person who needs it right now. In the name of Jesus, amen. So I pray that you've been blessed by this. Don't forget, guys, if you're listening on the podcast, please subscribe and leave a review. The more you review, the more that we get subscribers, the more reach our podcast will have to others. And if you've been blessed by this as well, please don't forget to support our ministry. You will be supporting our efforts with having these podcasts out, these blogs, um, different ventures that we're doing, you know, growing our online Bible studies, building up our act study guide, and more. And so if you'd like to give, you can give at livingrevelations.com slash donations. So God bless you all. I'll talk to you soon. Bye. Thanks for tuning in. I hope you've enjoyed this podcast and are blessed. Check out our blogs at livingrevelations.com and follow Living Revelations on Facebook and Instagram. Don't forget to subscribe and share this podcast to others if you've been blessed. See you all in the next podcast.